ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين به ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا انه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبد الله ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى اله واصحابه واتباعه وال بيته ومن استنى بسنتهم وسار على ضربهم الى يوم الدين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار يقول الله تبارك وتعالى في كتابه الكريم الذين يحملون العرش ومن حوله يسبحون بحمد ربهم ويؤمنون به ويستغفرون للذين امنوا ربنا وسعت كل شيء رحمه وعلما فاغفر للذين تابوا واتبعوا سبيلك وقهم عذاب الجحيم ربنا وادخلهم جنات عدن التي وعدتهم ومن صلح من ابائهم وازواجهم وذرياتهم انك انت العزيز الحكيم وقهم السيئات ومن تق السيئات يومئذ فقد رحمته وذلك هو الفوز العظيم هذا لطف من الله عز وجل بعباده اخبر الله تبارك وتعالى انه قيض حمله العرش المقربين الى الله عز وجل المقربين الى الله عز وجل الذين يحملون العرش ومن حوله قيد الله عز وجل ملائكته المقربين اليه بالدعاء للذين امنوا من اهل الارض بظهر الغيب ويستغفرون للذين امنوا ما اعظمها من فضيله ان الملائكه الذين يحملون العرش 
يدعون لمن آمن بالله عز وجل واتبع سبيل الله تبارك وتعالى يدعون لهم بدخول الجنة ويدعون لهم بأن يحفظهم الله عز وجل من الوقوع في الذنوب والمعاصي هذا لمن آمن بالله واتبع سبيل الله جل وعلا The respected brothers and sisters in Islam in one of the most beautiful passages of the Quran a passage in Surah Ghafir in the very beginning of Surah Ghafir and Surah Ghafir is also called Surah Al-Mu'min and in the very beginning ayah number 7a and 9 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that those who the angels who bear the throne of Allah the carriers of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those around them the eight angels who carry and bear the throne of Allah Azza wa Jal, the closest angels to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and those around the arsh, he said, يُسَبِّحُونَ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّهِمْ Those angels, they declare the perfection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above any and every deficiency. يُسَبِّحُونَ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّهِمْ they declare the perfection of the Almighty above any and every deficiency and drawback. And then they believe in Him. They believe in Him. And along with declaring the perfection of Allah Azza wa Jal, they make istighfar, they seek forgiveness for those who believe in him. The angels of the throne, they seek forgiveness for those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Saying, you comprehend all things. You comprehend, you encompass all things in mercy and knowledge. فَاغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا Forgive those who repent. Forgive those who repent. Cover the mistakes of those who seek your forgiveness. وَاتَّبَعُوا سَبِيلَكَ And they follow their way. وَاتَّبَعُوا سَبِيلَكَ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Indeed, you are the Almighty, all wise. Amazing. The angels of the throne make dua for those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just want you to think about it. Like when you get the news that a friend of yours is making dua for you on the day of Arafah. And then in the middle of the day, he said, Hey, my brother, I just remember you in my dua by name. Another friend of yours just gives you a phone call and he said, I'm sitting right in front of the Kaaba right now and I am making a special dua for you right in front of the Kaaba. Just to think about it. You will be jumping out of joy and happiness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that there are certain type of creatures that they are sinless and they are the closest of all angels to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And those people, subhanAllah, or those creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they declare the perfection of Allah azza wa jal, and part of their du'as, part of their praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that they seek forgiveness for those who believe in Allah, and follow the way and the path of Allah azza wa jal. And this is a continuation of what we have done in the last word. This is the reward. This is the recompense. This is the compensation for those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For those who have the correct faith in Allah azza wa jal, in the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they follow the path of Allah azza wa jal, then they get this, that the angels... The, the, the bearers of the throne will make dua for them. Oh Allah, forgive them. Oh Allah, forgive them. فَغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا وَاتَّبَعُوا سَبِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us in the Quran that there is one thing that if we can get this thing in life, in this life, it's more valuable than anything. And if you have this thing, then everything else will be easy. Everything after it will be easy. And that thing is, if you have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or developing a bond and connection with Allah azza wa jal. This is the most valuable thing in life. You have faith in Allah azza wa jal. Once you have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then everything after that, Everything is after that will become easy for you. Because faith is what gives us stability in life. It was gives us meaning in life. This is the meaning of faith. And that's why they said, those who have faith in Allah, they seek forgiveness not for anyone. For those who believe in the oneness of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, they follow the path of Allah azza wa jal, and their dua is what? فَاغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا وَاتَّبَعُوا سَبِيلَكَ وَقِهِمْ عَذَابَ الْجَحِيمِ فَاغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا Forgive those who repent, follow their way, and then protect them from the, from the, the torment of the hellfire, and then allow them to enter the gardens of Adam, and those, the, their future generations, their, their fathers and wives and the, their offspring who were righteous too. And then also they say after that, وَقِيمُ السَّيِّعَاتِ And then save them, protect them from all types of evils. Because وَمَنْ تَقِ السَّيِّعَاتِ Whosoever is saved from a السَّيِّعَاتِ Then indeed he is the one who is يعني, will, will, will be getting Allah's mercy. Allah says, they said, فَغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَعْبُوا Those who seek Allah's forgiveness. And this is just, I will shed some light on, on this. Right? Because they said, forgive those who make tawbah. Forgive those who make tawbah. And because, of course, we all know that the concept of tawbah, probably this is, is the most important concept of our religion. The most important thing. Because if you start believing, if you start believing that you are not going to be forgiven, then you really have no motivation whatsoever to do any good in this life. If you start believing that you are not going to be forgiven. 
If you just have this in mind, right? And we have, we did talk about this many, many times. And the Quran teaches us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins, right? The Quran teaches us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins, major sins, minor sins, except shirk. If a person dies in a state of shirk without repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us a beautiful story in the Quran that we can learn from it. And a lot of people sometimes they say, but they, they were the prophets of Allah. And of course, they are the most righteous people. They are the most fearful people of Allah Azza wa Jal. But I give you a story of a man who did something before even being a prophet. Before being a prophet. And we all know the story. Just something so incredible in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prophet Musa alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam before receiving revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he was in Egypt, he committed a serious and serious sin. A serious sin. He killed somebody. Right? You know this. When he entered the, the city and then he found two people fighting with each other. وَدَخَلَ الْمَدِينَةَ عَلَى حِينِ غَفْلَةٍ مِنْ أَهْلِهَا فَوَجَدَ فِيهَا رَجُلَيْنِ يَقْتَتِلَانِ he entered the city, he found two people fighting with each other, one from his party, from his people, from Bani Israel, and one from his foes, from the other side. And the man from uh, Moses' people, they said, he, he asked him for help. And then the Quran says, فَوَكَزَ وَكَزَ kind of, he, he punched him. And then he died on the spot. And before, before being a prophet, before receiving a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We all know that a prophet is someone who talks to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks to him, right? Whether through revelation, through angels, or directly like in the case of Musa alayhi salam. But if he was not a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he talks to Allah Azza wa Jal, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not yet talk to him, like in our case. Meaning, Allah responds, but you did not hear him. Like when you seek Allah's forgiveness subhanahu wa ta'ala, you make a mistake and you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you, you don't really get like a message from Allah that you are forgiven. You don't get that, right? You just say, oh Allah, forgive me. And then we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds, and we know that if the conditions of repentance are met, then the, the, the tawbah will be accepted. But in general, once you make that tawbah, you seek Allah's forgiveness, you do not get any message from Allah Azza wa that you've been forgiven. Right? And this is what Musa alayhi salam did. Musa alayhi salam made that mistake. And the Quran says, Qala Rabbi inni zalamtu nafsi. Right after it. He said, my Lord, I have wronged myself. He admitted that he made a mistake. قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي ظَلَمْتُ نَفْسِي فَاغْفِرْ لِي Forgive me. This is what the Quran says in the very beginning of Surah Al-Qasas. Second page. Oh Allah, I have wronged myself. I have committed an act of like a crime. Right? And then forgive me. That's it. 
And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and Musa alayhi salam, that he did not receive any revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at that time. At all, that years, years before receiving a revelation or before being a prophet. The Quran says, فَغَفَرَ This is what Allah says. قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي ظَلَمْتُ نَفْسِي فَغْفِرْ لِي فَغَفَرَ Allah said, therefore Allah forgave him. Attention, this is so important. Therefore Allah forgave him. Did Musa alayhi salam know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive him? No. He made that tawbah, forgive me, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَغَفَرَ And that fa is like, like, right away, immediately that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave Musa alayhi salam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah is the after forgiving the most merciful. Then Musa alayhi salam says, Look, subhanallah. قَالَ رَبِّ بِمَا أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِ He made the dua. And the, this part of the ayah that Allah forgave him and Allah is al-ghafoor rahim Musa alayhi salam did not receive this from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After making that dua, faghfirli, Musa said, قَالَ رَبِّ بِمَا أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِ Because of the favor that you have done to me, I will never back up a criminal anymore. He said, because of the favor, the ni'mah that you have done to me, I will never, never support any criminal. I will never support any oppressor after that. That's it. What is the favor? The question is, what was that favor that Musa said, because of the favor that you have done to me? The ulama says the favor that Musa salam is referring to is the favor of forgiveness. But the question is, did Musa salam know that Allah forgive, forgave him? He did not know. And that we are learning here. And if you are a sincere believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are a sincere believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are sincere in your faith, when you seek Allah's forgiveness, you mean it, then it is, it is, it is, the, it is a matter of fact. It is not a matter of assumption anymore. That means your tawbah will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The question that you should ask, was my apology, this is the question, was my apology, was my seeking of forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincere? This is the question that you should ask. And if it was sincere, then you got the answer from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't have to receive revelation from Allah. You don't have to have a dream that Allah forgave you. You don't have to wait for an angel coming to you telling you that you've been forgiven by Allah azza wa jal. The angels of the throne, they say, فَغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا Forgive those who repent. Those who seek Allah's forgiveness, once you make that tawbah and all the conditions and the requirements are met, are met, you mean it, you are sincere in your apology, then without a doubt, your tawbah is forgiven and you must have that good thoughts about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't say, I even made tawbah but I'm not sure if he forgave me or not. 
This is itself is wrong. This is, this is a wrong attitude. The condition is, were you, or the question is, were you sincere in your apology? Yes or no? Yes, I was sincere. Are the conditions of repentance were met? Yes or no? Yes, they were met. What are the conditions? I, inshallah ta'ala, promise, I stopped that sin. I promise that I will not do it again. I will try my best. I might sleep one more time, but I'm going to try my best. And I was sincere in my intention. If those three conditions are there, then without a doubt, you will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you deal with Allah, the respected brothers and sisters in Islam, you're not dealing with anybody else. I gave that example before. If somebody, for example, hurt you so badly, said things about you so bad, and actually you cannot even get it out of your head, and every time you see that person, whenever you meet them, you are reminded of the things that they said about you. Every time you meet them, every single time you see that person, you are reminded of the things they have said about you. And then slowly, slowly, right? You started to be okay, to forget it, right? And you even, you can be friend with them anymore, or at least be civil with them. And but if someone, if, but it is impossible that you will love that person the same way that, the you, that you used to love them before. There is no way, even you will try every time that, that those things that he said about you click, right? And then there is no way to love them the same way they used. You might love them, but not the same way. The only one, the only one that he will always love you the same. No matter how bad you do, right? No matter how bad, their love for you will never ever decrease is your parents. That's it. No matter what you do, no father will hate his son. No mother will hate his, her daughter. No father will hate his daughter. No mother will hate her son. Regardless what you do, any other person, if you hurt them once, it will be there almost forever. And then, subhanAllah, think about it, you, you forgive that person, and then you started hanging out with each other again, and all of a sudden, he said something again. Even, subhanAllah, yani, what they call, one, one scar has not even healed, and the next one opens up, over and over and over again. What are you going to do? This is what we do with Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, all the time. This is what we do with Allah Azza wa Jal all the time. But even when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about it in the Quran, Allah simply didn't say, Inna Allah yaghfiru Allah forgives those who repent, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who repent. Allah loves, loves those yuhibbu tawabin, loves those who repent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so massive in His love incredibly infinite in his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala inna allah yuhibbu tawabin allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who repent this is something so important you must know about allah azza wa jalla it has been reported that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to recite in one gathering in one simple <coughs> gathering 70 times Imagine the Sahaba were able to count, to count him saying, 
استغفار رب اغفر لي وتوب علي in one single gathering 70 times رب اغفر لي رب اغفر لي while sitting with the sahaba ابن عمر قال كنا نعد لرسول الله في المجلس الواحد أكثر من سبعين مرة رب اغفر لي وتوب علي إنك أنت التواب الرحيم in one gathering he used to say رب اغفر لي وتوب علي 70 times he also said صلى الله عليه وسلم ما أصبحت غداة قط إلا واستغفرت الله مئة مرة he said I have never woken up in any given morning Except that I seek Allah's forgiveness 100 times. In the morning, in the morning, before checking the phone, before checking social media, before checking your messages or emails, every, the Prophet, every, every single morning, once he wakes up, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, ما أصبحت غداة قط إلا واستغفرت الله مئة مرة. 100 times every single morning that the Prophet used to say just رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَتُبْ عَلَيْ رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَتُبْ عَلَيْ Every single morning, this is in the morning, we do not know even during the day or throughout the day when he used to be sitting with the companions of the Prophet This is so important, the respected brothers and sisters in Islam. فَاغْفِرْ لِلَّذِينَ تَابُوا وَاتَّبَعُوا سَبِيلَكَ وقيم عذاب الجحيم لنا الله سز ربنا وأدخلهم جنات عدن التي وعدتهم ومن صلح من آبائهم وأزواجهم وذريتهم they're even making dua for the believers oh Allah admit them into the gardens of Aden into the gardens of Aden and in سورة الطور Allah says والذين آمنوا واتبعتهم ذريتهم بإيمان الحقنا بهم ذريتهم وما ألتناهم من عملهم من شيء الله سبحان this ayah إن شاء الله تعالى I will dedicate one خطبة just about this ayah that Allah سبحانه وتعالى those who have believed and their future generations their ذريه who followed them in faith Allah says الحقنا بهم ذريتهم will put them together in paradise their ذريه Allah will put them together in one place in Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reunite them again. But this is by itself is a very deep ayah. And this you can call it the relationship between fathers and children. This will be the talk of the next Friday. So we can cover inshallah all the rights that we're supposed to take care of in Islam. The third part of the ayah they said, السيئات, Protect them from all types of evils. Some of the scholars of Dafsir said meaning, meaning do not punish them when they commit sins. Do not punish them immediately. Give them time to repent. And it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala find the pleasure in punishing people, then he subhanahu wa ta'ala would not give them many ways to turn back to him. Allah gave us so many means. So many ways to seek Allah's forgiveness. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala find the pleasure and happiness in punishing people, then he would not give them ways to turn back to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقِيمُ السَّيِّئَاتِ وَمَنْ تَقِ السَّيِّئَاتِ 
يومئذ فقد رحمته وذلك هو الفوز العظيم this is indeed the supreme and the ultimate success imagine you living this life knowing that the angels and the bearers of the throne and those around the arsh of Allah make this dua for you every single not not once a day twice a day that's constantly every you walking on earth knowing that the inhabitants of the heavens make this dua for you day and night they ask Allah to accept your tawbah they ask Allah to save you from the torment of the fire to admit you into Jannah to save you from all forms of evil angels are making this dua for you what is the condition for you to earn this dua is to believe in Allah and to follow the path of Allah فاغفر للذين تابوا واتبعوا سبيله وقهم عذاب الجحيم once you have faith in Allah you follow the path of Allah then you don't need to come here Shaykh please make dua for me there are some creatures who are more noble than me more noble than anybody else more dignified than anybody else who make dua for you day and night don't worry but just to fulfill these two conditions Believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow the path of Allah and the way of the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the great news. This is a great motivation for us. This is a, this is a great mood even to correct our belief if we have any problems or any bid'ahs or any types of shirk. This is a waking up call that we should wake up. Let me get this done. Let me get it right so I can get this dua from those who are near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Barakallahu li wa lakum fi al-Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum bima fihi min al-ayati wa al-dhikr al-hakim aqoolu ma tasma'oon wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudah يقول ابن عباس رضي الله عنه إن للحسنة ضياء في الوجه ونورا في القلب وسعة في الرزق ومحبة في قلوب الخلق وإن للسيئة سوادا في الوجه وبغضا في القلب والقبر ونقصا في الرزق وبغضا في قلوب الخلق Ibn Abbas radiallahu anh said in a beautiful statement, he said, good deeds, hasanat, good deeds, brings light or brightness to the face. Bring light, brightness to the face. Light to the heart. Abundance in provision, in rizq, and love in people's hearts. And evil deeds, evil deeds, bring darkness to the face darkness in the in the heart and in the grave shortage of provision knocks on for risk and resentment in people's hearts so this is what they said protect them from all types of evils O Allah because if you are protected from as and this is rahmah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect all of us from all types of evils, Allahumma ameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who get this beautiful dua from the bearers of the throne and those around it, Allahumma ameen.
who ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to gather all of us with our loved ones, our parents, spouses, and offspring in the highest place in Jannah. Allahumma ameen. Barakallahu feekum. Wa jazakumullahu khayra. Wa aqim as-salam.